Today is May 11th, 2018. This is episode 80 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Flatus and Shinder. And welcome everybody to Mails from Radio. My name is Flatus. With me, as always, this host wants to give you his snickerdoodle. It's Shin. At least you didn't say that I was a classy bitch. True. Ready? Ready? I already added that to the quote list. It, it gets it gets it gets better. This host wants to give you his double stuff. It's Wanderer Sabaku from a stage reborn. Uh-oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, like like an Oreo cookie, but not. You know, after like after eighty episodes, I've just given up at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have been the Snickerdoodle. I don't think, but I don't see Shin doesn't strike me as a double stuff kind of guy. He's more of a Snickerdoodle kind of fella. What happened already? It's anyway, only- <laughs> I have a feeling that I, this this whole introduction thing just kind of started bad. And no, what are you talking about? It's it's sort of great. I, if anything, I was like Icarus, <laughs> too close to the sun. I was flying on wax wings. That's what happened. Can we? Yeah, well, but when you're in the dark, it doesn't matter. I- Everything's a dump. <laughs> Never mind. No, what? I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> not gonna say it. Not gonna. Not gonna say it. Not. Gonna, it would have been <clears throat> too hot for radio. Speaking of too hot for radio. Uh huh. We have two optional <laughs> items in the uh, mug station. Yeah. There is and, an angel and a demon outfit. Each of them are 18 US per outfit. Just like a 2000s hot topic <laughs> clothing line. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. No. Although I'm still waiting on the option where you can have one angel wing and one devil wing. Mm, just one. Just get one and wait. One angel wing and just walk around like Sephiroth from seven. We we yeah. haven't had that release in fourteen yet. Mm, four point four. Speaking yeah. of patches. <laughs> Patch 4.3 site updated. There's new info on the Four Lords storyline, the custom deliveries, dome and reconstruction, duty finder updates for minion and chocobo races are going to be done from your duty finder. You know, the simple stuff. The good stuff. Also, if you don't know, patch 4.3 had a big lot of stuff dropped today, including the trailer. So, uh, you know, go watch that. It's actually really good. 
solid trailer. <clears throat> Hashtag Gaius Lips. Um, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing particular. Uh, you might get a little, a little, a little bit of extra Maelstrom Radio this week. Uh, you might get an extra audio blurb uh, from from me uh, trying spreading out, trying new things as we hit, hit up to episode 100. So you might get a quick and dirty 4.3 rundown because I figure other podcasts can do. Damn it. My phone is over there and it's on. You probably heard that <sighs> classic. I, we didn't actually hear that. Although I can 100 percent tell you it was me tweeting. It was. Hey, look, Shin tweeted. Um, <clears throat> what I want to say is. Uh, I could probably run down an entire patch notes in about 10 to 15 minutes. So everyone wants more flattest blurbs. That's that. Do they stop saying yeah, things but like you can't spread them out too thin and they have to be extra quick and dirty. Uh, stop saying things like spreading out and quick and dirty in one sentence. I think Ockmorn is trying to say something. About my sweet dulcet tones. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Maelstrom Radio with Flattis. While I spread things out and make them quick and dirty. Okay, I thought we were leaving the ASMR for the end of the episode. Okay. We're, we're here with a stage reborn. Or, or rather, one person from a stage reborn. Should probably like talk with them. I mean, maybe he has something to... Maybe, do you have anything to offer on, like, spreading and <laughs> dirty? It's only time before my staff infects your chat, and I'll let them do it. Oh, <laughs> oh, your, fa- your staff's going to infect my chat and spread? I'll bring my staff. Yeah. I'll let <laughs> them do that. St- your staff's going to infect my chat. <laughs> Get re- I'm I'm the executive director. I have to I have to be clean. But my staff, though, I mean, they have they have a history of doing this. <laughs> I mean, you've listened to our show before. You knew what you were getting into when you agreed to this. It, At least I'm assuming you agreed, and Flattis didn't blackmail you. Uh, no, it wasn't blackmail. Yes, it's yes. Of, no, yeah. Uh, Flattis very much blackmailed me. He he threatened me with his with his. Dulcet tones, puns, dirty puns of candy-related descent. <laughs> what? Just a, dirty candy puns? He's calling you sweet and dirty. I'm the perfect husband at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I can cook. I like a good pie. We're talking about pie all day. So. Really craving pie. Anyway, <clears throat> Sabaku is here because it is musical May here at Maelstrom Radio. That means we're talking all things in the realm of music. And one thing that I've noticed, because I have gone to see it in a Stage Reborn play, is that how much a Stage Reborn has to rely on music to help uh, set the tone for their uh, their plays. Because even though we're reading the words that are on screen sometimes tone isn't always best delivered so i i found it very interesting how uh of course sabaku and and the crew over there decided to uh take the in-game orchestrian and uh make sure that it was properly filled with the right music and playing at the right time so uh before we get into all that for anybody that's new to maelstrom radio or who 
doesn't know what a stage reborn is, could you tell them what you do, who you are, and and what it is? Yeah, um, especially uh, considering we we had some exciting changes. So we are a five hundred one c three nonprofit based in Washington. Uh, our whole mission is to promote arts and culture, making the arts more accessible through digital interactive mediums, uh, especially video games. That's our, our predominant, it's kind of our, our big thing. Um, for those of you that are a little familiar with us, you know that we do theatrical productions in Final Fantasy XIV currently. Uh, we're also branching out and doing some other things involving the arts and other platforms coming up in the next uh, year or two that'll be starting. Um, so that is... Uh, that is what ASR is. As far as me, I'm the founder, executive director, and the president of the board of directors for the nonprofit. Well, hello, Mr. Fates fans. No, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in all honesty, like you, you know, you knowing how much work you do. <laughs> like a lot of like our listeners may not know, but you know, you and I like talk pretty much on a daily basis. And I, sometimes I see you're like dabbing your brow from sweat. And you're like so much work to do today. <laughs> so little time to do it all. Uh, so we're going to, we're going to jump right in with how big, uh, music pulls and, uh, plays a role in ASR. Uh, I, I need to know like what goes, goes, goes into, uh, picking, a a, a plays playlist. So a lot of people know me for AFKing in the game all the time. Um, mm -hmm. One of the things I actually do, especially whenever we're putting together a project, is I will sit in front of the orchestrion and I will read scripts. I will read, like, even if it's something in the works, I'll pull up a script and I'll start playing through every song I have. If I don't have it, I will find somebody with a song. I'll find it on YouTube or something. Like, I will find the song so I can figure out, does this music underscore the text? Um, there's a whole involved process just because a lot of players have this familiar attachment to the music in the game. So like when we pick pieces, um, like here's an example, using the Warrens for the story of Maria and Draco during Maria's, uh, solo scene there where she's singing, uh, while she ascends the castle. And, you know, when, when we pick pieces like that, we want to make sure that we pick pieces that are appropriate for the scene, but also like, you know, don't have people sitting there thinking of running snow cloak a million times during two point X. Um, so. It's kind of a balance between picking things that players will associate with other things and, but actually fits in with the, the scene still. Yeah, we want to. We we always take extra care to choose for at least the Final Fantasy fourteen projects to choose orchestrian selections that can create kind of like a new meaning for that song for the people that attend the show. Uh, we found with a lot of people that attended our shows or were in the cast, uh, they'd come across like they'd run a dungeon from from you know one of the expansions, and they would uh, it it would be one of the dungeons with the songs that we've used in a play. And rather than thinking of that dungeon, they immediately start thinking of the show. And, uh, you know, that's what we tried to create because we don't want anybody to, you know, kind of go off into La La Land thinking of the content rather than focusing on the scene. With that in mind, I mean, do you have you ever had issues narrowing it down to like one song or the other for like a, a scene or a moment? 
you're like, this could work, but this could also kind of work. Like, have you ever had that moment where it's like, uh, like a toss up between two songs? Oh, yeah. Um, especially when a new patch with new music comes out and I'm like, oh, my God, they added two songs. But I have to reconsider every single song we've selected now because of those two songs, uh, because, you know, there might be a couple pieces that we want to play together because they're very similar feeling in scenes. Uh, we want to make sure that, you know, songs have good contrast to them. You know, you you, you want the the audio of it. You want the, the audience to be excited and interested into it. And uh, that's a that's a technique that has gone back with classical composers as far back as, you know, Beethoven and Bach and everything. And you'd get those great classical pieces where they'd be really quiet. And then, you know, they would hit you all of a sudden with this really loud, fast passage. And that back and forth kept the audience engaged. That's the level of care we put into the music selection there. Um, now, as far as like really getting stuck on some pieces, um, The Warrens was actually one because it's a it's a beautiful song. And I originally I felt the Warrens didn't quite add enough to the scene that we wanted for uh, our actress for Maria Kira, also understudy Emmy. Um, at first, you know, it, it kind of felt like a really too quiet of a song. But if you listen very closely about halfway or two thirds through the song, it starts very lightly in the background vocals doing the melody from the opera from Final Fantasy VI those few notes. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, I can't change the song. This is, we're using the Warrens for this scene. There's no way we can change it because that was such a powerful connection. And we, even though not many people would probably hear it or probably even know that it's in there, we wanted those people who could actually make that connection to have that appreciation. Do you find that happens often? Like you'll be listening to a piece and suddenly it clicks and it has to be that piece. Like you can't use anything else. It has to be that one. Not super often, but um, but there's there's definitely pieces that will have that kind of effect for a show. Now, with that being said, do you think that it changes like if since since the first because your canary is coming up again <laughs> uh, with with the people who saw canary the first time, uh, I, I already saw some of your, your staff in chat saying that we've already made uh, major changes to the music in canary. So with that being said, do you think that this version of Canary will also like if you saw the first one sing this one, even though the the plot and the wording hasn't changed, the the music will definitely add a new tone to it. And, and seeing it again may give you something new to take away from it. Absolutely. And I can't spoilers. You have to go see the show, but they do some extremely creative things with the music. And all I'm going to say is that. Something from the ambient tracks is used and it is incredibly powerful and you have to go see it. Like it, I, I was, I was very, very thrown off when, when that was played and, uh, and it fits so well with the scene. And I, I never even imagined cause uh, you know, you, you see on Twitter and stuff, whenever they add a new ambient track and they're just like, this is terrible. Why did they do this? But um, they really, made i mean this this canary the the music in it is very transformative compared to the original so with that in thought uh have you ever had to rethink a decision after a new orchestral role is released like i know coming into this i know you've already been you know 
doing like putting the, the, the stage together, you know, rehearsing the play. And then with a the patch dropping, there is going to be new music. Will you go through it with the fine tooth comb and or is, or is it like the music's already set? Or do you take maybe those last minute like orchestrion roles you may get and see if there's anything that could really stand out? Well, the one weird thing with Canary Reprise is that I actually took a step back from this project. So I'm essentially just overseeing the team. And we have our uh, our co-directors and project managers in the organization, um, Zay and Levy. They're the ones running the show and making those calls. Uh, but anytime, it's kind of a, a, a part of the process. Anytime any new music comes out, and I know they're going to do this as soon as the patch drops, even though it's a couple days, um, we at least take a listen to see, you know, is there something we could do to enhance this even more? Um, I think patch is what, 522? Uh, so that's literally a couple handful of days before the show. Um, but if there's a way that if they if there's a song that comes out that is absolutely loved, that absolutely fits in a scene, and we can get it in time, we'll do it. Dedication. Or insanity. <laughs> you know. I mean, if you've gone to a show and seen and seen it live, you'll you'll be like, I can like you don't. I, sometimes you don't know how much work goes in. If you don't know how much work goes into it, uh, you know, talk talk to Sabaku. Like maybe like the week of a show, <laughs> or anybody from Actually, the stage it reborn. Better to talk to him a week after the show so that he's not going crazy. Like he's he's in a corner, like got a cup of coffee and a cigarette, <laughs> holding a cup of coffee and a cigarette between his fingers, shaking. Uh, how it's much not coffee in my glass? <laughs> how much time and and Gil goes into gathering the music? Um, a lot. Some of it. I mean, for example, I I had um one of the players on Diabolos actually just come up to me and hand me answers one day, just to be like, if you use this, awesome. But I know you guys need such a variety of music. Please take this. Um. And that was really cool. Uh, there's other things like the um, the songs that you have to earn yourself. Uh, anytime there's a patch with new music, I usually get on there and I try and get them. Um, it's it's always a priority because we want the most options. And if you know if we you know we won't if it's something really hard to obtain, we'll usually hold off, but we'll find the music somewhere else or find somebody with it to listen to it. And then if we decide that we definitely want to put that piece in the show. Um, we'll actually, you know, either individually or as a group, we'll put an effort together to obtain that. So that way we can just enhance the quality of what we can do by having those options. Uh, even knowing that there could be another patch with music that just replaces that for us. Uh, we still do it anyway, because we put that level of dedication to it. So. Um. So with with the and speaking of like the dedication like how how do you figure out the timing like like is it I know some sometimes it's easy like like with the scene transition but like seeing your show like I've seen you go from like a ballroom dance to a, like a showdown and all of a sudden it's like boom like 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 is somebody like at the orchestral role like ready to pounce and switch things on the fly Yep, we usually have either a staff member or a volunteer from the community. We bring them in as a, uh, a crew member, technical director, so on and so forth. And uh, 
their job will literally be to sit at the orchestrion. And uh, usually we, we write out in our scripts, our materials and so on and so forth. We actually, um, just like you would in a real life theater, we have usually a cue sheet that says like, you know, a little bit of this character is going to say this, and then you're going to, you know, change the lights to this and put on this song. Um, and usually, you know, as the show time gets close, we incorporate that into the live rehearsals. That way, you know, they get used to the time delay, so on and so forth. Uh, so it's it's definitely, I mean, any component for technical stuff related to music that you get in a real life theater, we replicate, uh, except for the live microphones, because we don't need that. I like that part. Changed in the face of plays. So, uh, how how much now? It, it, having you, you know, you're the one that used to to do like the over the overseeing, and now someone like you have people under you now, like kind of taking it over. Um, minions, <laughs> many minions. Uh, how much time do you uh, spend, or your crew spend, on like preparing music for a show versus like the other parts of it? I think uh, that's a hard one because music, there's been times where music has been a one or two day task where um, like with Maria and Draco, I definitely can remember at least two days where I'd wake up at like eight or 9am. I'd sit in front of an orchestrian with my script drafts and everything. And I would log out at four or 5pm. And that was my day working with orchestrian selections. Um, but also you'll have days where you're working on things during rehearsals or you're trying new pieces. Um, and it can be something casual where you're just like, I'm just going to play this music in the background for this scene to see how it works. And that rehearsal could just be like an hour long rehearsal. Um, overall, a lot of time, at least. Many hours. So many hours. Oh, here we have some uh, update from chat here. Canary Reprise took me and Levy about a week to set up, and then a few more days after more music was released to discuss a couple changes. Now I almost want to ask them, like, are you nervous about five point? You know, with with four point three coming out, that there may be like a, like a new role coming out that you're just like, oh, now we gotta go back. Or. We'll find out. We'll wait, we'll wait for 30 seconds. I'm not I'm just kidding. We'll keep moving. Um, I'm sure I'll get an answer. Uh, so I know um, you you mentioned it to me, and uh, uh, we didn't really mention this. I guess we'll mention it like later in the show. Like we have we've we've been having help, and these questions came from uh, our our a person <laughs> help our help our background help. Uh, uh, so, it, so a stage reborn, uh, a stage reborn is starting, and I, th- I think we're the first show. I don't think you've made an announcement. If I, if I'm about to say something I'm not supposed to, please tell me shut up right now. <laughs> uh, but uh, a stage reborn is starting a choir, correct? That is correct. That's right. Hats out of the bag. There it is. Yeah, that's been that's been public for a while, so <laughs> no worries on that. All right, cool. <laughs> we're breaking the news. <laughs> we broke it to all the people yeah all who didn't know in chat just <laughs> you just been broken no wait i knew actually you knew yeah real excited for this one to start up see someone someone knew already <laughs> someone someone one person in chat's gonna be like i had no idea 
So with uh, with that, um, how will that work in and outside the game? So this is actually um, this is a completely out of game project. However, it uses all digital technology. Um, I mean, there's the there's there's the possibility for incorporation into things in the future. That's all very theoretical, and I'm sure Pat has many ideas. Pat is our director that proposed and is heading up this project because um, essentially we want to establish a digital choir that kind of just goes on seasonally and uh, self-sustains, perpetuates. Uh, the whole goal of it, give me one, uh, give me a minute here. I actually have some official text, quote unquote, for it. Ooh, we get an official press release. Official text. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, like a text on your phone or actual text? No, like, actual like text out of a document. I, a real small part of me. I knew it was a document, but a real small part. <laughs> like a small part of me really wanted to be like an official text on this <laughs> So um, what it is, is it intends to bring choral music to those that may have not the expo- uh, may not have the exposure to it in everyday life. Um, and it expects to provide regular content to the public. The performed music is not the sole or main focus of the program. It's more the exposure of arts and music education that will be the core of this project. That's really cool. <laughs> Yeah. And um, so and as far as the the kind of music um, that it will be doing, um, we do have some ideas. They're on hold right now because we're still in the audition process. Uh, We're going to be starting with a a rather small, I I believe Pat's going for a small four to eight person capped choir for our initial cycle and then expanding on that so we can scale our resources appropriately. Um, But We'll be using commonly performed choral works and also new selections, all based on the feedback and and knowledge of the singers that participate. Um, so eight to twelve, yeah, eight to twelve uh, people for the chorus, and this will be something because we want to make arts more accessible. So we'll be using digital technology, audio engineering. Um, we're going to be looking for staff for that soon to help with, you know, uh, dealing with audio quality, teaching people um, things about, you know, how to record and send and even out all the recordings so they all sound the same good quality. Um, but most importantly, we're going to be working with those that audition with us to match their skill level. So if we get a lot of auditions for people that, aren't very good with music theory. Maybe they haven't taken any music theory before or they're still relatively new to it. We'll be selecting and providing pieces to help teach them that and allow them to grow their skill uh, all from the comfort of their own home on their own time and then produce these pieces for public enjoyment through our channels. Um, If we get a lot of people who have a lot of experience, we may look at more complex pieces that have some challenging uh, aspects to it that will match the educational needs of those more experienced with singing in a choir, but also allow it to, you know, be flexible. So if, if you get a lot of experts and a lot of amateurs, they can still sing together and have a good time. Are you still looking for more applicants or have you shut that down for now? Actually, we changed it. So auditions are perpetually rolling. Uh, we don't want people to feel pressured that they got to get an audition in right now or there's a or there's a limit to it. I mean, there will be a limit when we say that, you know, we've cast the first cycle and that, you know, they're going to be working on the music pieces. But we'll still accept auditions 
24 seven, 365. Um, the, the point is that, you know, we, we want to be able to make this accessible to everybody. And, um, so we also toned down the auditions. So before we, we asked for a little bit of sight reading, um, I think that might've been a little intimidating. So what we have now is we just ask people to sing us a song. You can use instrumental backtrack or you can do it acapella. We prefer acapella because it's easier for us to hear and listen to your, you know, your pitch and things like that. Um, and you just send an MP3 or a YouTube or SoundCloud link and that's your audition. And you don't have to worry about anything else other than that. Then you're going to try out. I played a bard once. Does that count? Yes. No experience necessary. I mean, well, hey, I, I got a bard to like 66 or something. That's a pretty good amount of experience. It is. If, if we're talking EverQuest or EverQuest 2, it's really good. Final Fantasy. Oh, that bard. Yeah, that's why it's only 66. Oh, okay. My EQ2 bards were, like, each around 100, I think. I had three. Or four. Wait, you have four bards? Yeah, I had two of each class. Don't judge me! I don't, why would I judge you? I don't judge you. Um... So, you kind of touched on, like, like the the idea uh, of the inside and outside of the game, uh, a little bit of the goal of the choir. Uh, besides, are you looking at any specific types of music or, or are you looking to like cover all like types? Like, like your, your choir may bust out like, you know, Toto Africa. Well, I mean, there's, there's always the concern regarding licensing and everything because we, mm-hmm. we do want to make sure that all the music that we use for this is entirely legal for our purposes. So the focus is really going to be on educational pieces. And so, I mean, I'm sure Pat will be open to, you know, taking suggestions, ideas for music for us to do from the, from the public as well as from our own team. Uh, but I anticipate that out of all the categories of music we do, a lot of them will be reminiscent of those that you see in like university choirs and so on. Okay. So you're saying and some fun stuff. Okay. All right. So, so there's still hope for Africa. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'll vote for that one too. All right. We thanks. can look into it. All right. <laughs> I'd be so happy. I mean, if we can get it in like what, 20 to 30 second clips. Yeah, just, <laughs> and then I'll just cut it. I'll splice them all together, and I'll get the whole song. Uh, all right. So, uh, with with the you know that many people in a choir, you 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 know you're like with technology, uh, you know, limitations and 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 sometimes benefits. Uh, do you know how you'll tackle like the sound quality issues across like the multiple users yet, or still looking into that part? Uh, we're we're still looking into it a little bit. We we have a lot of staff members that have a lot of professional audio and related software experience, audio hardware experience, and so you know that's that's not going to be too much of an issue, other than getting all the documentation together for it and boiling it down so that way. Um, you know, we, we want to basically create guides for the singers so that way they, they know how to record and what they can use to record. Um, 
essentially we're going to use our own talents to even everything out on our end because we know some people might have some limitations due to what they have available to them and they might not have super duper quality recordings but they'll have good quality recordings and then you'll get other people who have like a two thousand dollar microphone set up and they have perfect recordings and so we would probably apply um um, I'm sure Pat's going to chime in and chat and take over there, but um, we're going to be using um, our own mixing tools to take care of that. Yeah, it looks like already chimed up in chat here. First bit will be mixed and bounced out of Logic Pro. We can do what we need from there. There's also a few other things. Um, we might also, I mean, there's there's the potential that it could involve some live music like actual like a stage reborn doing something in real life for once um that's still just part of the whole project idea and so if we were to take that step you know we of course announced that there'd be a lot of planning around it but uh that's one of the directions this could go to so um a lot of us have real life sound engineering sound board related experience that we would also apply for that uh, and then the third thing is we have a lot of talented programmers among us. And so we might actually come out with some interesting solutions to uh, tackle some of those challenges of having what could essentially be an international digital choir. Uh, so please look forward to that. Okay. That sounds so dope. So look at me, I, like you guys are using ProLogic. I'm over here, I'm like, I'm on Audacity. <laughs> I also just got like my EDM house thing from like Music Maker, Mute Magics, and about to like drop some sick beats in there. I show up once a week and talk into a microphone. You also, you're also a programmer. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Which, you know, once we revamp this, it'll be great. <laughs> One day we'll be professional. We're kind of like semi-professional. We're semi-something. Mm-hmm. If we're like Matchbox... No, wait. What's the other guys? <laughs> the other... Third Eye Blind? Semi-charmed kind of like... No? Alright. I'm... You know what? I'm just gonna let that one die. <laughs> that... <laughs> I've um, shown a lot of things on this show. Uh, yeah, um, hold on a second. I, I deserve this. It just wasn't. It just wasn't funny. It just wasn't funny. <laughs> just gonna let that one go there. <clears throat> um, so, uh, you know, you you mentioned doing more things out of game. Uh, do you have any ideas or projects in mind that you don't mind sharing, or is that kind of like under wraps at the moment? Um, there's a there's a few things that I can talk about. I know a lot of stuff is under wraps because we we are kind of we go by a schedule and we want to make sure everyone's on the same page. So I don't want to like jump ahead and spill all the beans. Um, we do have another project on final fantasy 14. That's going to be coming up. Uh, it still has to go through approval, but auditions will likely start very shortly after canary reprise has closed. Um, it will be something probably familiar to a lot of people, something different and fun. And then the other thing I can talk about is um, we have talked about FanFest a bit coming up this fall. Ooh, tell us more. And I can't make any promises because 
once again, we're still finalizing things, but um, there may be a handful of people from a stage you're born there. And if you come across them, they might have something for you. Everyone. Hugs? Maybe hugs. Oh, Keep sweet. I'm going to get so many hugs. So you've promised that a stage reborn is going to be at FanFest. No. <laughs> but I'm promising if we're there, there might be some goodies. A lot of people in chat want hugs now. <laughs> okay, I will relay that to my team that uh, that everybody at FanFest they run into needs hugs. Yeah. Shouldn't what Especially are we those in the Shouldn't what are we giving away at FanFest? Come into the bathroom and meet us. <laughs> Figure it out. No. It could be no. anything in the bathroom. No. No? No? Alright, hold on. Hold on. That's the joke. That's the yeah. joke. You get it? I can't believe you said that in chat. <laughs> 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 uh, gotta be good on the podcast but when it comes to uh the twitter or the the twitch account somebody said pork chop sandwiches we can meet in bathrooms and give out people's and give people sandwiches that's a weird place for a sandwich but you know it's okay chili's gonna go around and give out fast podcast shout outs because after being on literally every single podcast he's really good at it he's yeah he is uh, so, uh, <laughs> Shin wrote in all caps, chiptunes? <laughs> all caps. Uh, so, uh, chiptunes, Sabaku? Gonna- you mentioned other projects and you mentioned programmers, so that's the first thing that comes to mind. I'm actually unfamiliar with chiptunes. Like 8 bit music. Beep, beep, beep. Ooh, um,. Like the stuff we get teased by Sokan every now and then. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. Alexander Tactics music. You know, that's a that's an idea. And I mean, you you know from the stuff we've done in the past that we we have composed like our own original music for some things. Like the um the trailer music and the story of Maria and Draco, like that was composed myself from scratch even though it was a derivative off of multiple works like i pieced it together and uh, we do include our own proprietary music and some of the stuff we do and pat is sending me images of 8-bit related processing things on discord now so i'm guessing that's a that's an idea that has motivation behind it but um yeah so when you thank people for the chiptunes remember maelstrom radio (laughs) I will I will pass that on as an idea. We will because we 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 love providing like little fun things like that. Because a lot of people, you know, they'll they'll come and they'll see our programs, our activities, our events, they'll participate, the show will close, and then other than the YouTube video, you know, you just have the memories of it. So we like being able to create fun and engaging things that come out of the work that we do that the public can enjoy. Um, and even for our team and those that volunteer with us to participate in creating. Uh, and that would actually be, you know, a good idea, I think. So, I mean, if there's definitely a demand for it. Everyone loves chiptunes. And by everyone, I mean us. Mm-hmm. Probably more than us, but especially us. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure if you send out a message asking people if they'd be interested, you'd get an overwhelmingly positive response. Yeah, and if anything, if we've proven anything, especially since we're doing Musical Mate, shouldn't I really like music, and especially gaming music, so... I mean, we've... How many times have we had to link people to, like, music we've shown off on the show? All the time. Part of that, though, was because they really wanted to see Sokin fighting a robot. Or but, a fighting we, guys. But we've also had covers on the show before, and people have asked for that, so... I do, we do find the dopest artists <laughs> and ask them to use their music on our show. So, by the way, always thank your uh, your your remix artists out there for letting them letting you use your music because without them our show would suck. <laughs> Ramps up the show in the beginning. Uh, so we have a couple things from the audience. Uh, Sabaku, uh, Sabaku, what do you think about the mu- uh, the music that was in the trailer? I. We'll have to listen to it first. Hey, me too. Hey. Hey. Uh, maybe if we have a little bit of time, maybe we can actually show off the trailer. I don't know if I have that set up, but I could probably get it set up. We so. should probably not. All right. Fair enough. Well, fair enough. Uh, also, we have uh, Zay Nava. Shout out to Moon. She's one of the most hardworking and dedicated members of the cast in Canary and has been true pleasure to work with. So, shout out to Moon. Moon? Hype? <laughs> I, I I don't have, like, a cheer sound on here. I would. I would cheer. cheer yeah, all of your here. sounds are just kind of weird. They're not all weird. Some of them are great. Like, um... You know... Oh wait, I got this. Hold on. A little loud though. Let me just let me knock it back a bit. But I got this. Everybody, everybody can't go wrong with prompto. Yeah, no, I can't. See? Look, it's all good. Everybody got a little fanfare. It's great. So uh <clears throat> Baku, we're gonna have to ask unless there's any other questions coming out of chat. But chat, you got like a last last minute, so we're just gonna we're we're getting yelled at <laughs> to do the trailer. Listen, I it's it's up to my co-host. I, if he says no, I'm not, I'm not. I won't do it. We've had issues trying to incorporate media at the last minute when we're not prepared and have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. Trust me, it's better if we leave it until we're prepared. Yeah. I promise. Well, we can get Sabaku. We can watch it after. I I don't mind like you can have it in, like uh, you can have it later. Yeah. <laughs> Dessert. <laughs> You've been good. You I, I was going to say when when you do your like special spreading episode of 4.3. Oh, okay. So what I have to say, it. so when I spread it, I can play the trailer. I'm sorry. You 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 put you put that you put those pins up. I'm sorry. Uh Sabaku's like, why did I come here? <laughs> uh Sabaku, uh can you can you let everybody know uh the Canary uh showtimes and when it's happening and, and why they should go see it, please. Sure thing. Uh it's gonna be May twenty sixth and twenty seventh. On Saturday, May 26th, there's two shows, 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. Pacific time. 
on the 27th. It's at 4 p.m. Pacific time. And there's a RSVP. Um, it's ASR.2 slash RSVP for that one. Um, it will be taking place on our Twitch channel, our YouTube channel. Uh, both of those are just the URL slash a stage you're born. Uh, it's also going to be live on the Diabolo server, the primal data center in Final Fantasy 14 in uh, the Lavender Beds, 8th Ward Plot 28. And you should go see it because not only is it an amazing salute to Final Fantasy 9, but it is a huge community endeavor with a lot of hard work behind it. They've done an amazing and transformative job with the production. Um, I'm absolutely blown away. Um, it's, it's taken, I mean, and especially anybody who has never seen a work that we've done, they should come to the show. And even if you saw the first canary that we did come to the show, because you will be getting nearly two years of what we have learned and done together as an organization, all the improvements, all the, all the improvements the developers have done with the game. You know, you can see the progress that time has allowed us to grow with and it's probably going to be one of the best productions we've done so far so uh and and i will say personally because i've 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 gone to see uh uh the um the last play you did uh it's 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 truly phenomenal like how much work and how great it is and uh just just to sit there and see like how you 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 take like everything, everything that goes into it, like the, the the design of the stage, the 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 emotes and the timing of everything, like and and specifically the music, I I was blown away. If you've not created a character on Diabolos, go create your character. I, do not miss this. This is something that is is only, I think that's only going on right now in Final Fantasy until. Uh, I think you you decide to to spread your wings to more games, <laughs> um, but with that being said, uh, it, it it it's it's something that's really amazing. And if you can't create a character, if the the server gets locked, which I I think is has has happened to you before, right? Like you have a bunch of people like logging and making characters, and that server has gotten locked before. Or like yeah, the first um, the first time we did Canary, we had uh, I had a line of sixteen hundred people outside the plot. And the server was on lockdown for the two weeks leading up to the show. Wow, that, that's a few people. Uh-huh. So uh, if you haven't already, go and make us just make a spare character. And, and it doesn't take long. And uh, if you need help getting to that ward, uh, let me know. I will, I will, you know, I can get you over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have some. Um... We we have a bunch of people that have plots in the area. We have people that like they they. I mean, we we have volunteers that do actual ushering in the game to help you find the place, get in line, answer your questions. Um, social media will light up with all sorts of posts from us and from others attending. You uh, usually we get a, a hashtag going ASRQ talk to to you know make a feed about everything going on with the show. Um, so yeah, definitely, you know, watch all that stuff and contact us if you have any questions. My co-host has already convinced me that I need to resub just to come back for this. I, I told him that like, if you, if you don't want to resub for the patch, like at least resub so you can come back for the play. Cause it's so good. It's, it's worth, I'm, telling so you, I'm it's coming worth back. It. Yeah. So nice. I come see your, uh, the, your thing. Good. 
uh, I remind me to uh, make sure I send out that RSVP. <laughs> He's my plus one, by the way. <laughs> uh, where can people submit auditions and get more information for the choir? So auditions for the choir, uh, you can just submit them, uh, your, your MP3 file or SoundCloud or YouTube link to talent at a stage um, if you have any questions or anything, you can just join our discord and ask us there. It's a uh, invite code is a stage reborn, all one word. Um, go to our website, a stage We have a lot of information and stuff posted there as well as every social media and contact information for us um so that's all where you can find it awesome and of course where can uh people find uh out more about a stage reborn and that'll be the website at w do you hear dogs barking i'm sorry it's okay (laughs) hi puppy He's alerting everyone in the house that people are here. Uh, the website is www.astagereborn.com. Dog is so excited about a stage reborn. Oh, yeah. He just, he loves it. He sees whenever I'm doing any sort of work related to a stage reborn, he's just like, oh, let me just sit on your lap. Let me talk. Let me step on your keyboard. Let me talk to the microphone. Just, just like me. <laughs> My dog, my, uh, Greg, a.k.a. my dog, uh, not his real name, this is his internet persona, uh, doesn't like my computer, it scares the crap out of him. <laughs> He's usually chilling. He's chilling over there, like way over there. He's over there in his bed. That's what he does. Um, also, and last but not least, uh, we want to thank Dylan Thorne for helping us organize the show. Uh, Dylan's going to be helping us organize the next few shows, and uh, maybe we'll see what happens from there. <laughs> but uh, Dylan, thank you. Uh, your your choir questions are awesome. So, uh, let's see, uh, we're going to jump to uh, just to let you know. Uh, next week, uh, we have uh, Lucky Sparrow, a completely in-game. RP musical stage show from Balmung. Uh, we have the creators from Lucky Sparrow coming next week. Uh, and Dylan helped, uh, helped, uh, t- first of all, paid for my level jump potion and my Dark Knight unlock <laughs> to get me to go to this. Like, she was dedicated for me to going to see this show. Um, and, and just like a stage reborn, I am truly still amazed and, and flabbergasted about what people are able to do and can do. Uh, with the characters in this game um so please look forward to that next week as we interview the creators of lucky sparrow a completely uh stage driven musical dance show um with uh that being said of course you can find us shit and i uh over on the gilgamesh server aka greg oh what no can't. I mean, you can't find me right there. I'm not subbed. Your boy, you come back. What are you doing? <laughs> Hush your mouth. You just said you're coming back. You just announced to, it to, to all go the and people. watch to, to watch the show. You, you're telling me you're not going to dip your toes into the thing? Maybe we'll see. That's right. <laughs> it depends if we get to kill Asai or not. 
Oh, you mean bowl cut? Oh yeah, we're killing bowl cut. That's <laughs> some type of bowl cut. Anyway. <laughs> you can find us on Gilgamesh and you can come join Dominant Umbra. We're flourishing. There's so many nice people and a lot of talking. And today we had a long, long chat about anime in our Discord, so if you want to be a part of that, you can find us on Greg. I like, you know, you don't have to move your character. It's just a suggestion if you're if you're running solo on your F in your in your game on your server and you want people to hang out with, uh, come over to Greg. If you just want to throw an alt in there and just come in, hang out with us, do, run some content. That's cool too. Um, I'm telling you, it's not 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 a bad uh, not a bad place to be. It's a lot of laughs most of the time. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of, nobody likes the side. <laughs> nobody likes him. Um, of course you can find us here weekly Fridays at 630, uh, Pacific standard time. That's 930 Eastern. Uh, you can find our recorded shows on iTunes, Google play and Stitcher. You can find the blog at maelstromradio.com. You can find the show, uh, you can find our email on our website, but just to let you know what it is, it's show at maelstromradio.com. You can find our Discord is on our website and it's also on our Twitter. And our Twitter handle is twitter.com forward slash at maelstrom underscore radio. Uh, send us your tweets or selfies. I've been asking for selfies. <laughs> not like everybody's like, why are you collecting selfies? I'm like, I'm not collecting selfies. We just... For the record, I still don't know why he's collecting selfies. It's because everybody on that day was like getting their... You know, had you know everyone had permanent wedges about the whole GM versus like nude mod, and I was like, I'd rather bring some positivity and just see all the players happy and smiling. And well, I said, the, the FFX IV selfie thing, but I said that we need to wait until closer to FanFest next time. We it pops it. up every few months. We can just do it whenever. <laughs> Show us your pie next time. Hashtag pie. Send us your pie. Yeah, send us pictures of pie. Our pie. Yeah, Mr. Pie. <laughs> uh, we're just going to get so many pictures of Pie now. Uh, you can find us on Facebook.com forward slash Maelstrom Radio. And of course, you can find us here on Twitch.tv slash Maelstrom Radio. If you're new, if this is your first time in here listening to us, please give us a follow. Click that button. Uh, we do shows like this all the time. You never know when Sabaku may be wandering himself right back here. Like I did that. <laughs> Uh, right that back. Was terrible. No, you didn't. It was so good, but it was terrible. <laughs> All right. You never know when he might wander himself right back here and giving another interview about a stranger board or what they may be doing next. Uh, <laughs> it plus it helps us out. Uh, if you feel like you can swing it and you got that Amazon five dollars just hanging over your head, and you're like, who do I want to sub to? Sub to us because it helps us out. <laughs> you know, helps the show. Uh, we're looking at like yet again we're updating this whole thing this isn't gonna need a facelift so you know helping us helping us grow uh also we've had ideas given to us for patreon so we might start looking into patreon it's something that it like the ideas are actually feasible something we can do um so we can probably give you content on the extra for some you know helping us out so uh with that being said uh subaku do you have anything else for the people out there uh, well, I just want to thank you two for inviting me onto the show today and everyone who supports Maelstrom Radio and A Stage Reborn together who is viewing, watching, watching in the future, downloading this podcast. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you for coming on. 
Yeah, of course. And of course, we'll have you on again in the future. I'm sure A Savior Born will keep pumping out amazing content, and we will ask you back every time to talk about it. I got pe people yelling at me. <laughs> of course, I want to thank my co-host, Shin. Shin, do you have any last final thoughts or anything else to say? Just want to do one last quick shout out. Uh, go check out uh, A Stage Reborn's Canary Reprise uh, on May 26th at 1 and 4 p.m. Pacific uh, and on May 27th, uh, RSVP only at 4 p.m. Pacific. And yet again, of course, please, like I said, just go check it out or even watch the, the Twitch stream. It is, it is. So with that said, of course. There's also a trailer on YouTube? Oh yeah, there's a trailer. There's a trailer. We'll have links. We'll uh, don't worry, we'll throw up links on our website so you know where to go, where to follow, and uh, get all that good stuff. Are you linking? <laughs> now I'm confused. It's right already there. in chat. Got it. I'm putting yeah. it in our notes so that we can link it later. Got in it. The post. <laughs> all caps. Don't forget. <laughs> so uh, thank you all. And of course, I'm going to gonna ho and go ahead and go bloop there and uh, a bloop here. Making a lot of bloop. And of course, do one of bloop here. Thank you all for joining us for this 80th episode of Maelstrom Radio. We are 20 episodes away from 100. It is getting closer by the weeks, and they're just rolling through. Uh, so it's now starting. Now it's kind of getting scary, <laughs> which means a lot more work's gonna have to start going into episode 100. Uh, of course, I want to thank my co-host Shin. I want to thank Wanderer Sabaku for joining us here and talking uh, about uh, Canary Reprise. And of course, I want to thank Dylan Thorne for helping out with this episode of Maelstrom Radio. See you all next week for Lucky Sparrow. And of course, till sea swallows all, keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is a production of MaelstromRadio.com, Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of their music over at SoundCloud.com forward slash Ben773. Our outro is provided by Soda. You can find more of their music over at soundcloud.com forward slash Soda. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are of those of Maelstrom Radio and their hosts, and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until C swallows all, keep listening.